Hello and welcome to Life Save Her, the podcast. This is a podcast for all of my women, men you can listen to, but for all of my women to come get a weekly dose of some self-care, some self-help, and tips to live the life that you desire. I'm your host, Brittany A. Johnson. I want to set this disclaimer. While I am a licensed mental health counselor and I am going to be talking about mental health and life-related topics, this is not a substitute for therapy. This is an addition, this is a bonus, this is that kind of added support so that you have what you need in and outside of session. If you need a therapist, I encourage you to reach out to different therapists in your area, or you may also email me to get a list of therapists that I may recommend. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hey everybody, so the next voice that you're going to hear is going to be a conversation that I had with uh, Candace Joseph. And it was important to me to kind of have the conversation with Candace. And while we could have talked about a number of things, I really wanted to hear her perspective on uh, being a multi-passionate entrepreneur, being a person who has been able to create a community of businesses under one umbrella and also being able to kind of marry her passions with her business and and live authentically. And so during this conversation, like again, we were going to talk about so many other things, but we ended up talking about how to show up as yourself and ways that you can kind of create your tribe or create your community and kind of what to do with that. So stay tuned for this conversation because I do think it's important for us to, you know, learn about other people in the community and learn about you know, people who have been able to mix business and pleasure, so to speak, but also, you know, where there's a struggle and boundary sometimes. So I hope you enjoy it, but stay tuned. So today, everybody, we have Candace Joseph with us and Candace is going to talk to us about a lot of things because as I was reading her website and her bio, I recognize that she's a multi-passionate entrepreneur and that is something that i try to be in a sense, right? So I am excited to have you. So Candice, thank you for agreeing to come on Life Save Her and talk to the ladies. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I definitely appreciate being here in this space. And first and foremost, it's an honor to meet you. And, you know, thank you for being one of those people that allow people to get their voices out, you know, to encourage and uplift and empower others. So I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. And you know what? If I'm being transparent, which is how I kind of live my life, it's like a twofold, right? So people get to hear other stories, but it also gives me a chance to be able to connect with people and it not only be my voice that they're hearing from every week. So, so yes. So since (laughs) I did tell people you're multi-passionate, can you tell the listeners who you are? Like tell them, tell them what you do, who you are. Okay. So you want that famous 30 second pitch? Whatever you want to do, we've got we've got time. So if you want to give the whole story, I'm I am down. Listen, I'm a therapist, so by by nature, I want to know the whole story. But you we know, we only we do only have about thirty minutes here, so <laughs> I do the I do thirty second pitch. Then, uh, hey 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 guys, this is Candice Joseph, your favorite business guru. I'm the CEO of the Joseph Consulting Firm, where we take your business ideas from A to Z and everything in between. I'm also the podcast, talk show, and radio show host of the Business Knowledge Broker Hour, 
which is on HJS TV and the Biz Radio. Uh, you know, I do a lot of things in the community in regards to marketing for small businesses. I work in the political spaces as well. And I'm very passionate about domestic violence. You know, in those spaces, I do a lot of things with that. And in my spare time, I play chess and listen to opera. So that's what I do. Um, I'm very proud to be a member and board member of great organizations that span the country. And every day, I just want to keep going and growing. So that's me. I love it. So listen, I know that there are questions that we talk about, but I am I am so interested in how did you get into this work? Well, um, it kind of started out as just a, a love of passion, right? I'm a curious person uh, as a kid, you know, and even as an adult, I have ADHD, right? So I look at it as kind of like me challenging my superpowers. So my parents were always trying to keep me busy. So they would, you know, they would give me books and softwares to test out and different things like that. So it more so came of, uh, you know, especially when I was in college. Hey, Candace, do you know how to do this? Hey, Candace, do you know how to do that? And my dad was telling everybody, oh, yeah, she's going to college for business. She know everything. So thank you, you know, dad. Yes. When your parents <laughs> go out there like that, it's one of those things where you just kind of go with the flow. And over the years, it just kind of built itself and took a life of its own uh, for me being a backpack entrepreneur uh, to me now having a team and working in different uh, facets of media. So it just kind of went from there. I love it. Do you feel like there was a pivotal moment? I know you just said that like your dad kind of threw you out there as being the guru. Was there a piece of you that felt like you needed to to live up to that or? Well, it was, I work in a state of completion, right? So everybody's talking about manifestation, but I work in a state of completion. I wrote down a list of things when I was like 19 of what I wanted to do. And every year I just checked something off. So I just work in the space. It's like, okay, if I try something and I don't do it well, I look at the drawbacks on it, learn my lessons from it, and then move on to the next thing. But the pivotal moment for me was uh, a few years back, I was in a car wreck. So I was just kind of sitting at home, not really doing anything. And it was like, okay, well, what can I do? Or what's something that's not out there? So I decided since now I'm a person with a disability, I was in a wheelchair, all of that. So I decided I'm going to create the one-stop shop for business owners. And that's everything from formation to, um, you know, uh, finances, to marketing, to photography, videography space, commercial space, websites, apps, all of that. I just decided to create one one-stop shop. So okay. we did that and I now have a great team and every year it just expands and the, the, it just keeps going. Um, you know, who knew that I was going to start out just as someone doing bookkeeping for companies on the weekends to now being in media, in magazines, on billboards, who knew that that would happen? Right. Who knew? I mean, I, I love that, right? Some people, I think I automatically am loving the fact that you were goal-driven, but also opportunities can come and you welcome them. I, I love that because, you know, a lot of us, especially if you are a busy professional mom, you have to choose sometimes, right? Like you have to choose either be goal setting or let things come. And it's kind of hard to live in both spaces. So I love that. I mean, and it's also good to have that village around you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about like being a working mom and that kind of thing. Uh, I can relate. And, you know, I had a, a, you know, a great partner 
at the time that allowed me to, you know, be my creative self and they took care of the home life. So oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. So it was just one of those things that I just gravitated to. And I don't take myself too seriously. It's like, if it works out, it works out. If it don't, it don't, but I do take opportunities. So when I did one radio interview and then got offered a radio show, I was like, well, yeah. But then it was like sitting at home, like, dang, what am I going to talk about for two hours on the radio every day, every week? I don't know what I'm going to do. But I took it and I just sat down and talked about some ideas with friends and just developed. Same thing with working in a television space. I went to represent a nonprofit at a television studio. And then they said, well, hey, let's partner up and do some projects together. And then now I'm with a studio. Wow. Uh, same with magazine, uh, you know, magazine space. I'm the chief editor of Purpose Magazine. Same thing happened. I was at first cover story from there. We've just been growing uh, the magazine over the last couple of years. So it's just, it's, it's fun. Wow. Uh, it's fun. It keeps me busy. And it's kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it sounds like it. I'm just over here like, oh, wait. Oh, so, you know, when you talk about working from a space of completion, do you put time limits on yourself to complete things? Or is it just, is that where that when it happens, it happens comes in? Well, I, I kind of, I look at what has to be done and what goals I have to meet. And if it's something where I have to put myself in a learning you know, a learning pattern to learn that skill set to achieve that. And that's what I do. That's what I put on the time level. Okay. Uh, itself. But in regards to developing and growing it, I just kind of let things grow organically and just see how it works in that space. Because the thing about it is, we don't, the world puts enough pressure on us, right? Mm-hmm. We have to figure out how to create spaces where we have our own low pressure situation. It's low pressure, but it's driven. Yes. So, that's what I like. And that's why people coin me the business guru, uh, because I like to bring peace into business. I don't like, you know, I don't want anybody ever thinking in chaos because if your business is in chaos, then you can't be your creative self to do great work. Yes. And you know what, like tying that to even personal stuff, right? So if you are busy, if you are so busy and it's chaotic, right? Because there's busy and there's chaos. They're two different things. So if you are chaotic, if your life is chaotic, then right, all of these things, none of these things will be able to work. Like you'll be running from fumes all the time. And so, yeah. So in the entrepreneurial life, I'm not going to say that you don't have moments like that, but it shouldn't be on a consistent basis every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like a week where you're running really, really strong. And then the next couple of weeks is kind of like, ah, okay, well, I have something to do and maybe I don't this week. So it should never be a continuous cycle of that and, you know, I tell everybody I'm human, I'm guilty of it, you know, right. but I have to learn how to take those breaks. Yes, so. for sure. So as you have developed and grown your business and your life obviously grows too, right? Because life, life is life. It's going to do its thing. Can you think of something like one of the experiences or a few experiences where you kind of learned the biggest lesson and what was it? I think the biz- biggest lesson that I learned was uh, being a business person, especially like dating, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in space right now. I learned that I can't always have that person with me when I'm out in public functions, like for business. Because, you know, you want that your your uh, prospective partner to feel special in those spaces when they're out with you. And sometimes it could get a little chaotic when you take them to a business function and they're just standing against the wall staring at you and you're like, Oh, hi. Sorry. I didn't mean to leave you here. Right. So, 
Right. So yeah. That was one of the biggest lessons because, you know, uh, when you think about a partnership on a romantic scale, you want someone to be there by your side. You want that person to kind of almost be your assistant. Right. Uh huh. But in all cases, they can't be. And, Ooh, you said uh, something there, want them to be your assistant because, you know, yeah. people are not honest with themselves that that's what they're that's what they're expecting. Right. They want their partner to be everything that they're not or everything that's, quote unquote, missing. Yeah. And the thing about it is in the business space, you can't really do that. Like even with me going out and people recognizing who I am in public, like people will come up to me in restaurants and in different spaces. And I have to say, well, no, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm off the clock right now. You know, we can make an appointment. But, you know, it gets crazy. Oh, just take a picture with me real quick. <laughs> so yes. Sometimes that could be a little, you know, hectic, uh, especially in the dating space. But I think that that all the way around, you can't have that perfect blend. It's not a balance. I think that, you know, work life should be a blend because it's going to blend. Yes. But it's how you allow it to blend. I think yeah. that's. No, I mean, you're, you are a hundred percent thousand, like, yes, I agree. Touch and agree. I am all of those things. Right. Because it is, you know, we say balance, but it is about a blend. And especially when you're an entrepreneur, because there, there's typically not set work hours all the time, right? There are some days and weeks that you are busier than others. And I would imagine for you, you know, being on boards and, and working in nonprofit, that's typically evening stuff and weekend stuff. Right. That's right. And it, and the thing about it is I had to learn, I think one of my biggest lessons with that, you know, can join with that when I talked about like the dating space, it's also the same thing with, with friends and family. You can't expect friends and family to jump on board because you're an entrepreneur and they're going to back you. They're going to share your stuff on social media. They're going to help you advertise. You cannot assume that because those are your family and friends. Sometimes people really want to keep that separation between that friendship that they have with you in business. Now, luckily for me, I started out my firm with my three best friends. Okay. And, you know, they started me off like they were the people that were there. They were the people that was the glue in the beginning. But we all use our strengths, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in regards to what we were offering. And it just kind of it kind of grew from there. So I was lucky in that space. But I always let people know on my team because my team isn't isn't geared for people to stay with me forever. Okay. Like, yeah. So my company just kind of give you a little background on that. It's like my company is built for entrepreneurs. Everybody on my team is their own entrepreneur and their own space on life. We just decided to create one conglomerate to make it easier for people to get business spaces. And it kind of keeps the, you know, it kind of shows what true group economics really is. So that was really the, the premise of what I wanted to do. And we're each other's guinea pigs. So right. if I wanted to try out something new, hey, you know, hey, Candace, I want to try this new style out on you. Okay, well, cool. Oh, hey, I got this, uh, you know, new camera. Let's try it out. Let's shoot some video. Let's see what happens. Like we're each other's guinea pigs. So, but everybody on my team has their own brand, their own niche, their own lane. And we just, you know, we just combine forces and just, you know, be a super team. I'm like over here, like, how can I get that? Right. Because, you know, sometimes at least what I found as an entrepreneur is that it's sometimes lonely when you I get. Well, let me let me say it this way, because my business has primarily been mental health and therapy. You can't go tell other people about what's going on because of confidentiality. So it can be isolating. And so it's it's encouraging and it feels good to hear that there are other industries where you can have that community 
and it's working. Yeah. And for me, I think I just decided to just kind of build it, you know, mm-hmm. this, and they will come the same thing. Like I, I, I have this uh, CEO retreat thing that I do with other CEOs and we get together. And like you said, because of confidentiality, we don't talk about like specific cases, but we trying to, we give each other scenarios, mm-hmm. like how solve this problem. How would you do that? And you, you have to create a team. And even for me, I'm a business coach, but I have business coaches. Yeah. I have my own strategies. I have my own, you know, think tank people that I can go and talk to outside of my team about different issues, either with the team or with clients. So sometimes mm-hmm. you build it and I'm a person, I reach out. If I want to connect with someone, I reach out to them. Yes. I say, well, Hey, I would love to talk with you about this. Uh, you know, cause I'm one of those people. I don't believe that I know everything and I'm okay with reaching out to someone else that's been in business longer and ask them to mentor me. Like I have mentees, you know, across the country, mm-hmm. but I have men, I have, I'm a mentee to some great people. Yes. And we have to create those spaces. I, you know, it fits right into what we talk about. So I've, I talk a lot about in this space and in other spaces about your tribe and having people ahead of you and people behind you, not that you're better or worse or not enough but just to be able to say, you know what, these people in front of me have already done it. So they can be a blueprint of sorts. Not that I'm going to follow their exact steps, but at least I know I can go to some people that have that have already done or are being where I'm trying to go. And then on the backside, you've got people that are behind you that you're showing how to do things or giving them a, an opportunity to see another way to do, yeah. you know. You have to do it and you have to be okay with giving yourself that grace. You know, because if I'm the smartest person in the room, there's something wrong with that, mm-hmm. right? And yep. if I'm from business owners and I say that I can only be around successful business owners, then I'm also limiting my reach. Because to me, as a business owner in the past, I have failed. I failed my team. I failed some clients. I failed myself. But at least I can look from those lessons and say, okay, what can I do differently? And for me, mm-hmm. I want to talk to other business owners that have failed. Yes. Because they give me some roadblocks and some things and some resources to kind of build it up. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we put together a good marketing plan with our company and we just kind of running that and building a brand as we go. And that's just what we do. And we just give ourselves grace. Yes, I love it. Grace and space. That's what I always say. Yeah. Grace and space. So you mentioned earlier that you do work with uh, domestic violent intimate partner agencies. Mm-hmm. Do you typically bring that your that into your business or is that just something that you kind of have as a sideline? Well, I it originally started out as um, someone in a domestic violence space reaching out to me because they wanted to get more publicity. OK, they wanted to get some PR work. So it really started out on that phase. But being a domestic violence survivor myself, it was one of those things that you kind of like, OK, well, how can I help them grow a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, people you should always get involved in things that you're interested in or something you have life experience in yes you know, of someone else so it just kind of grew from there and it went to human trafficking uh work with the recently incarcerated in regards to helping them get back their voter rights also in regards to helping them building businesses i work with the disabled community i work with all industries all areas i'm one of those no hold barred i don't care if you're someone in the CEO in the top of a building, or if you're someone who's like, hey, I got a notepad and a pen and five bucks in my pocket. For me, it's yeah. go to 
all the time. Okay, let's go. What can we do? Let's go. Yes, yes. I love that. And you know, that that's actually really important work because, you know, part of what led me to this field was a domestic violence, seeing somebody I love be in that space and just wanting to understand and wanting to know the best way to support, you know, someone in that space. And one of the things that I, that I learned early on was that oftentimes survivors don't have space to go learn new skills, right? Like they are so used to somebody telling them what to do, even as they're leaving those those relationships, it's still somebody air quote guiding, but they're really just telling them what to do. And so yeah. I, I'm, it's almost like you get to be that space where they get to come and learn and, and grow and get, I, and get on their feet. Yeah. I think that, that with everyone, you have to, you have to be open to anyone that's been through any type of situation. Like I'm, I'm like the, it's kind of crazy. Like people always say, Oh, you like hanging out with the thugs? No, it's not about that. It's about the fact that they know that they can come in my office, not be judged by their past. Mm-hmm. And we look at their their purpose and regarding, you know, what they went through in their past and how it can shape the future. So, yeah. I, and I do that in all spaces, domestic violence, all of that, you know, even in political spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at someone for who they are and their character and what we can build upon that regarding their purpose and their calling. I love so it. I love it. I love it. Look, I could go on for hours and hours with different things to talk about. But I know, again, we try to keep our time to, you know, 30 minutes or less because these are we're busy. Right. We don't have a lot of time to sit around and listen to two hour podcasts. Oh, no, but I definitely always like to, you know, keep the space open, Mm -hmm. you know, give that knowledge. You know, why it was the gift was given to me. Let's give it to someone else. I love it. Have you always been like this? Or did, is this new for you? I always feel like this. Okay. okay. <laughs> but over I, the years, I have learned to say no, and I have learned to put in boundaries. Okay. I would, look, you knew where I was going. You knew <laughs> I was about to ask that because I, I, I see your heart, right? And I can hear it. And I know that on the flip side of that is typically people constantly wanting access to you. And so I was going to ask, like, how, you know, what's your experience been like with setting boundaries that feel good for you? You know, setting boundaries for me is hard, but I have to say the do not disturb button has been my best friend. You know, I I have cutting off the the business work phone at a certain time, cutting off my personal cell phone because a lot of my clients, I give them my personal cell phone, you know, because I'm always out and about. I, I do that. It doesn't bother me to do it. And people only give my number to, you know, I only give my number to people that I know will do good with it and not abuse it. Okay. But I learn how to set boundaries. I have to learn how to set boundaries within myself. Some days I will work and forget to eat dinner. Uh-huh. I have those me times for me. And let me, look, let me watch a Netflix series or something. Right, like right. Let me so, wrap up. <laughs> yeah. So I had to learn how to set those boundaries. And like I said, every day is a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm not a perfect person. I'm flawed but I, I give it my best shot every day. Yeah, that's all we can do. That's really all we can do. And, you know, you just said something that I want to make sure that I highlight is that you have to set the boundaries with yourself. A lot of times when people think about boundaries, they think about it as a fence for somebody else not to cross. But in reality, boundaries are twofold. It's really about you not crossing the fence and also making sure people don't, you know, do their part and cross it either. 
but really making sure that you set the boundaries within yourself on why, you know, and the importance of why you need this time to yourself, why you need to say no. So it sounds like you definitely are on your journey with that too. Look, I I work on it every day and I tell people I'm in a healing continuum and it just keeps going. You don't completely heal from anything, but you learn how to navigate within those spaces and you learn yourself. So Mm -hmm. the more you're self-aware, you know who you are, you know what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. So that's what I've been learning. And every day I have to give myself those reminders. I have to give myself those affirmations. I have to give myself that pep talk. And I have to write it down. I have to write down my intentions so that I can see them. Yes. So, you know, it's like I tell people, I'm human. Some days are better than others. But every day I wake up and say, okay, I got a new 24 hours. What am I going to do with it? How am I, I going to act? How am I going to do something that can help someone else? And, you know, feel good. What's going to fill my happy bank? Yes. Yes. I, I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So just a couple of questions I do want to ask. Question one is kind of, what is one thing you could give the listeners? So remember, you know, these are professional, busy women. Um, there are some men to listen to. What's one thing you can give them on how to kind of market or brand themselves? Don't give Don't, all your sauce away, but just one little, you know. Oh, I, look, I tell you, I would give it all away, okay? <laughs> Be who you are, right? I'm someone who's known for wearing pearls, and frames and fedora hats and colors and all of that, right? But it didn't start off that way. I tried to be middle of the road, business conservative, business person, but I had to recognize within my personality, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, this I am an introvert at heart. I sit at home, I would play some chess, I would read a book and I would shut the world out, but I'm extroverted for what I do. Mm-hmm. You are to yourself. Don't be scared to try different things in regards to your look. If it's hairstyle, hair color, don't be scared to try it and set your own trends. I love it. Set your own trends. Do not be scared to, you know, not be who you are in personality and dress and talk. And when it comes to marketing, do everything. I do everything. I do television. I do podcasts. I do radio. I do magazine. I write for newspapers. I put my own stuff on the billboard. Try all areas of marketing. Do offline marketing and online marketing to build your business, build your brand. And this is the thing. Don't be scared to change brands. We see top name companies. You know, don't don't be scared to change who you who you are, who your brand is and what it represents, because your business is going to evolve. I started from just doing business formation and setting people up and, hey, you got your website, you're out the door, to business, mm-hmm. to public speaking, to being an advocate for voting rights. Like all of those things came, but it also changed the brand of my company from yeah. being strictly now being marketing. So don't be scared to change your brands. Don't be scared to change your logos. We see top companies do it all the time in the space of growth. So yes. don't be grow your brand, grow it your way and be unapologetic about it and let people continue to watch the show. I absolutely love it because every everything for the last few years has been like, pick one thing, pick one platform, pick one way. And I and it's refreshing to hear someone say, try it, try it all just to see where you need to land or where you want to land. Yeah, and, because- and also that shift, right? Yeah, I mean, you have to pivot. Every day we see 
gas prices change, the fluctuation in cost of living, fluctuation in food costs, all of that. So if those things can change and everybody still go about their daily lives, why can't you as an individual evolve and know that change is okay? It's okay to change. Every day you're going to grow. You're going to learn something new, apply it and put it out there. <clears throat> if radio isn't your thing or if uh, live podcasting and video isn't your thing, maybe you're someone that's a blogger mm-hmm. and captions and put it on paper. Maybe you're someone who should work in magazine space and work it that way and give that advice and acknowledge that way. Or maybe you're a newspaper. Or maybe you're someone that throw those one-liners up on a billboard and people see it as they go down the highway. The highway. Or you could be someone that does the greeting cards. Give your mm-hmm. knowledge the greeting card format. It, it, you know, there's so many ways that you can do it, but do it where you feel comfortable. I had to get comfortable with being in front of the camera. I had to do that. That's one of the reasons why I wear the, the, the frames, the glasses with uh-huh. no lenses inside, right? Right? So my glasses have no lenses. And a lot okay. of that's like a cool eclectic thing. But for one, as someone who uh, has anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. I have it. And I wear it kind of like as my superpower. So with, along with my ADHD, I have my anxiety, but I put my frames on and this is my superpower. It's like my yeah. shit. But it also looks good on film and in pictures because you have no glare. So what started out as something that is like a, 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 like a, I guess a soothing thing for me became good for marketing. Yeah. So I love it. To do yes. It. Like it's just organic. Like, yeah. Like with the yeah. pearls, right. I was doing a photo shoot and I'm not a person that's known for wearing jewelry. So I was like, Hey mom, you got some jewelry in your room. And she's like, yeah. So I'm looking at everything. Gaudy, blah, blah, blah. Blinky. Blah, 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 blah. And I saw a string of pearls. I said, pearls are classic. Besides you have to dig underneath the ocean you have to dig into something to get a pearl out so mm-hmm. pearls became my trademark i love it so it it's is just, you and it, and it fits and it's yeah. you yeah. yeah good and i walk around with a, a clear plastic uh cane uh, like a crystallized cane and people are like man that's that's cool and i'm like hey if i gotta walk around with it it might as well be cool so i pick pieces that are comfortable to me mm-hmm. that to my personality but look good, but every day I'm evolving. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Do it with fun. <laughs> yeah, do it with fun. Yes. Yes. Cause we don't get to have a lot of fun at all. Well, but yeah. the thing about it is you make the spaces for the fun. So if you know you're going into a, a business meeting instead of wearing all black, you know, put on that blue blazer, put on mm-hmm. that jewelry, like do that. Do do something that you know how it is when you get dressed in the morning, you're like, man, I look good today. Yeah. So whatever I, the spaces and places I go, I wear what's comfortable for me, what's good. And it just so happens to get caught on film and in pictures. And I Amazing. just do it. I just do it my way. I yeah. It's like you way. just make it your own. Yeah. I don't apologize for who I am as a person, my style, my creativity, um, because it's, it's what makes me who I am. And it made me who I am. Mm-hmm. So I stop. I'm just going to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Last question. Where can the listeners find you? Where can people find and connect with you? I know you told us already, but where any social media handles and whatnot. Okay. So I'm a person, I'm cool with people connecting with me personally and professionally. Right. So my personal Instagram is Candice 
the King, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-T-H-E-K-I-N-G. You can also reach the firm at, at consulting firm, at Joseph Consulting Firm. You can reach us online, www.josephconsultingfirm. Same thing on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. If you want to give me a call on the phone, just give me a call, 713-425-0510. Look, that, look this is, we just going to connect, okay? We're just going to do it. Um, you can always, you know, just type in the Joseph Consulting Firm in any of your uh, web search engines and it will pull us up. Send us an email, send us a shout out and look, let's get started. I love it. Thank you for coming on. And I'm going to make sure to put the links in the show notes as well. But thank you so much for coming on and bringing all of this greatness to the listeners. Thank you. And the only thing I have to say is this, every day you walk out the door, be unapologetic, be bold, walk in your purpose, you know, create your own path and don't let anybody talk you out of your path and your plan and your greatness. Do it with a strategy, do it with some fun and find your purpose in your way in your life and just be peace along the way. I, that's it. That's how we're ending it. Until next time, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. As you all know, podcasts are rated by the number of subscribers and the ratings that they receive. So don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this at and also leave a rating and a comment. I welcome all comments. Also, make sure you head over to the different social medias, Instagram at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC, Facebook at Brittany A. Johnson, and even on LinkedIn at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC. And follow so you can stay connected to what's going on. Talk to you soon.